So this would be one of my favorites. This is a, a, a bed cover, a recent one. That's Jason Jackson, the director of the Mathers Museum of World Cultures and a professor at Indiana University. Jackson points to a tan-colored quilt. It's divided into squares, with animal shapes cut out of black fabric outlined in bright orange stitching. The Meow people have incredible um, embroidery, and if you look closely at this piece, um, the figures are embroidered around the edges. That's what attaches them to the surface. The, the orange thread embroidery is what's kind of giving the, them their, their designs and their personality. Jackson helped coordinate the exhibition, a joint effort of six museums, three in China and three in the United States. It's a product of a collaboration that's been ongoing since 2013. We've traveled to China many times now for research that's led to the exhibition, and we're really excited to present it to Bloomington audiences. One of the co-curators of the exhibition is Lejun Zhang, a research curator at the Guangxi Museum of Nationalities in Guangxi, China. She also holds a PhD in folklore from Indiana University. Zhang explains why the exhibit focuses on the southwest region of China in particular. Southwest China is the most ethnically diverse and culturally rich region in the country. In the past, many people in this region made their own textiles, such as bed covers and clothes, especially among the ethnic minorities who live in remote areas with poor transportation. This region has many different ethnic groups, Zhang explains, each with a distinctive style of textile art in their clothing and quilts, which visitors can view in the museum. The exhibition is also bilingual, so the descriptions of the artwork are written in both Chinese and English. An issue that the curators faced, however, was how to translate the artwork from Chinese to English. For example, they wondered, is the English word quilt the most accurate translation of this artwork? According to Jackson, Chinese quilts tend to feature more applique surface treatments and traditional Chinese imagery. The applique arts, um, not only on bed coverings, but on clothing in southwestern China are extraordinarily well-developed. They're just so beautiful. Many of the quilts here also feature animal imagery, and some of the designs have hidden meanings. There is a section in the museum to help visitors decode symbols on the quilts, according to the culture of southwestern China. Could you read an example of one of those sure, symbols? Um, everyone is interested in the Chinese phoenix, and so under the heading phoenix, the label says, in Miao art, um, a phoenix symbolizes high virtue, status, and grace. When a phoenix is depicted with pe peony flowers, the, the, the design represents status and wealth. And um, if you come to the exhibit, you can be on the lookout for beautiful phoenixes in these, in these bed covers. Although quilts have been recognized as an art form in the United States for decades now, the Zhunjiang says that Chinese quilts are still transitioning from an everyday practicality to a celebrated art form in southwest China. Southwest China has a long tradition of handmade textiles. People learn textile making, including the making of quilts, informally within a group. One of the quilt artists featured in the quilt exhibition said she learned quilting from the elders in her village. Although this traditional form of textile creation still exists in southwest China, 
Jackson explains how the practice is becoming less and less common. We're in a time of pretty dramatic transformation in which all over this region, not just in the big cities now, it's frankly just easier to buy a store, a factory-made blanket in a store, than it is to um, create an elaborate work of art for your bed or for your loved one's beds, um, like the quilts that we see in this exhibit. Southwest China is undergoing modernization, industrialization, commercialization, and uh, globalization. As a result, commercially manufactured textiles become more available. Most young ethnic community members no longer have the time, interest, or skills to make handmade quilts. So the making of quilts has diminished and even disappearing in local communities. As traditional quilt making skills diminish in southwest China due to cheaper, mass-produced alternatives, the craft simultaneously garners more respect as part of the region's cultural heritage, Jackson says. There's a kind of paradox here in that um, objects like these bed coverings are made by fewer people, um, but they're being revalued as more special and as something we take special consciousness of, we're especially aware of. That transformation is one of the fundamental dynamics of heritage. What we find in China these days is that fewer people are making them, but those who are making them are being, um, are often doing it with a higher level of intentionality, right? They're increasingly thinking of themselves as artists, or they think of themselves as carrying on a tradition that really matters to them. Or they may be seen as specialists, right? The only person in their village who can do this art well, which is different from in the past. This transformation of a craft, from ubiquitous and functional to rare and decorative, has occurred in the United States as well, Jackson says. Whether it's pottery or wood carving or almost any kind of handmade thing in the United States, we've undergone this process by which many kinds of handmade things were once absolutely essential to everyday life, but now we have commercial mass-produced mass replacements for them. So we aestheticize and value in a new kind of heritage-oriented way those kinds of things which people still make even though they don't need to make them for practical purposes anymore. The elevation of these crafts to artwork is due in part to the preservation efforts by museums and artists, Jackson says. You can even see the transformation in this exhibition where all the quilts, except for one, are hung like paintings, not laid on beds. The display of these crafts provides an important insight into the culture of the region and reminds viewers how China's past continues to shape the present in complex and diverse ways, Jackson says. We tend to think about all the other countries, particularly the ones that we're not familiar with, in sort of a broad brush sort of way. Uh, but China is incredibly culturally diverse. Um, that diversity is particularly pronounced in the southwestern part of China. So that it, one thing that I hope that the exhibition does, and I think it's well positioned to do, is to give people a sense of um, the cultural complexity, the cultural diversity that is found in the country of China. Not only does this collection seek to inspire Americans to think of Chinese quilts as works of art, but it also shows local artists in the southwestern provinces of China that their traditional crafts have a meaningful place in Chinese heritage, Zhang explains. While visitors enjoy the beauty and sophistication of the art and appreciate the cultural diversity expressed in the exhibition, 
We also hope this exhibition helps visitors become aware of some of the ethnic groups in Southwest China. Quilt as a form of textile tradition connect group members to each other and to their past. It provides a means to carry. Cultural knowledge into the future. For Cafe Indiana, I'm Hannah Boomershine.